Imagine if you, bananas, understood half potatoes, moon dust, what I said. Hello and welcome to this week's Urgent Bite, brought to you by the Royal New Zealand College of Urgent Care. My name is Guy Melrose and I've been thinking this week about health literacy in urgent care. Often my trawls through the medical literature start with a question, either something I do not understand or sometimes something I would like to know more about. And one of my recent trawls started when I wanted to know if there were any papers that looked at individualised patient handouts, ones that had been tailored for the specific patient rather than an off-the-shelf one. Well, this initial query led me to a paper from the American Family Physician in 2015 by Lauren Hirsch, Brooke Saltzman and Danielle Snyderman. It was called simply Health Literacy in Primary Care Practice, and it's linked in the show notes. I think it is well worth a read, and it made me think about how health literacy relates specifically to us in urgent care. Now, I think I've said many times that one of the reasons I enjoy urgent care medicine is that we deal with a patient's immediate urgent concern and then hand their ongoing care back to their GP or onto a hospital service. This transient interaction appeals to me, and being able to leave work behind when you leave the clinic is a big tick in the positive box for me and my chosen career. But it does mean that we are only interfacing with our patient briefly, and often at a very important part of their health journey. Health literacy, as defined by Hirsch et al. in their paper, is a set of skills needed to make appropriate health decisions and successfully navigate the healthcare system. These skills include reading, writing, numeracy, communication, and increasingly, the use of electronic technology. They estimate that a third of US patients have reduced health literacy. This is in the region of 80 million people, or to put it a different way, that is 16 times the population of New Zealand. It doesn't take much consideration to realise that not being able to understand your health or the implications of your health decisions impacts on your health and well-being. So naturally this immediately made me think of our role in urgent care. As mentioned, we have transient contact with our patients. Unlike a GP who maintains an ongoing relationship over time, or perhaps a surgeon or oncologist who might be alongside their patient on a significant part of their health journey, our brief interactions are just that, brief. Our clinics have an expectation that we see patients efficiently, so as to keep our waiting times down and keep the clinic financially viable. And the presence of a full waiting room presents its own expectation and impetus to work quicker. So we're working under a certain time pressure. But the paper by Hirsch et al. did highlight ways that we can address health literacy in primary care. And these are split into categories. Verbal, written aids, visual aids, patient self-management and empowerment, and supportive systems. 
you should really read the paper to see these strategies within each category. And they are quite straightforward, but all of them are relevant. But I just want to focus on the verbal and the written ones for the moment. The paper says that 50% of the information we tell patients is not retained. This is a sobering statistic. Verbal strategies to address this include speaking slower, using non-medical terms, repeating information, getting confirmation of understanding by both asking if the patient has understood and asking them to explain back what they understand, and repeating information. In the written strategies, going through the material with the patient, highlighting information and using simple language all help. But when I reflect on these, I realise that these take time. And as mentioned before, we do not have much time in urgent care. So this is a conundrum. I think that despite our often fleeting and transient interaction with patients, our responsibility to health literacy is no less important than any other specialty. This short urgent bite is not the platform to address all the issues or tell you how to navigate this problem. But I think we all need to be thinking about health literacy in our consultations, and we have an obligation to ensure our patients understand their condition, the treatment options and implications, the consequences of the referrals we make, the consequences of not treating, and so on. I would recommend you read the paper mentioned above, as it is food for thought. But... I want to leave you with another paper that at least shows that identifying the patients that need extra help with health literacy is not necessarily a long and convoluted endeavour. In 2008, in the Journal of General Internal Medicine, Chu et al. wrote a paper called Validation of Screening Questions for Limited Health Literacy in a Large VA Outpatient Population. And they concluded that one simple question can identify a patient with low health literacy. That question was, how confident are you at filling out forms by yourself? This is something that can be established quickly and at a clerical level. So we should be considering making inquiries to establish health literacy levels, and all this goes to show that simply, if we don't ask, we don't know. I think asking our patients at the end of the consultation how much they've understood and to reflect back that understanding would go a long way to us addressing health literacy in urgent care. This paper is also attached in the show notes. So my take home from my recent reading is that health literacy is an issue for many people, and it's important that we consider the health literacy of our patients in urgent care. It seems that it can be quite quick to establish someone's level of health literacy, and then we should take the necessary time to make sure our patients understand their condition and treatment. It does take time, and we are under time pressures, but we must not simply assume that our patient has understood what we have told them and rush off to the next patient. Remember, they've only taken in 50% of what you said. So do check out the links in the show notes. This is a big topic requiring further reading and consideration, so take the time just to have a quick read through them. Email podcast at rnzcuc.org.nz if you have any comments, questions, suggestions or corrections. We'll be back again next week with another podcast. Look forward to seeing you all then. But for now, thanks for listening.